Welcome back to the Collegiate Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm your hockey host, Colin McCarthy, alongside fellow beat writers, Matt Skillings and Caleb Gregoire. Uh, we're back for the spring semester, back in the studio, back recording podcasts, and we have a lot to get into for UMass Hockey this evening. So much. So much has happened since we last spoke. UMass went on a six-game losing streak, then they did good, now they might be back. They can't make the NCAA tournament as an at-large, so nope. they need to win Hockey East. So many things have happened. Fenway was a cool experience. Maybe we talk about that a little bit. Actually, you know what? Let's lead off with that because that was a cool thing that we did shortly after we stopped recording the podcast. Uh, all four members of the Hockey Beat, including Sydney Siano, who is sitting in our corner, uh, not on the podcast today. But a supporter. Uh, but a very supportive queen. Uh, we all went to Fenway Park, got credentialed to go up there. And uh, sit in the press box, which was super cool. Uh, got onto the field, took pictures by the Green Monster, uh, recorded our little video on the ice. UMass did not win that game, but it was still a very cool experience. What did you guys take away from from that? I'm going to start with Kayla because she's an incredibly large Red Sox fan, even though Matt likes the Red Sox too. Won't discount that. Um, I had I had the biggest fangirl experience ever. I walked in by myself, and I was just going up the elevator and like walking through the press row and just being like, "Wow, this is the coolest experience ever!" Just because I grew up dreaming of wanting to be in that press box and like going down on the field was so crazy and being right next to the green monster. Like you watch that on TV and like you go into the stands and see that, and then you're just there just as a student. It's really cool. That was a that was Kayla's main character moment. <laughs> that was yeah. a main character moment. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Matt, what what were your feelings? I mean, Obviously I, a big Red Sox fan. I echo everything Kayla said. I've I've been going to Fenway Park since I was a little kid, and being on the field was super cool. Even though it was on some some white stuff they put over the field, so it wasn't actually a baseball field. But um, no, it was awesome uh, from a hockey standpoint. UMass didn't do great in that game, but they've uh, they've played back their way into uh, maybe being good again. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I have I have nothing to add Fenway wise. Uh, it was a great experience. I'm <laughs> not, not a, a huge. Fan. I'm not a huge Red Sox. Well, I, I am a Red Sox fan, but I'm not a huge baseball fan in general. Uh, I do lacrosse. As longtime listeners of the podcast would know, I've been on here to talk lacrosse <laughs> a bit uh, in my time as an old folk. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about this this skid that UMass was on. Uh, lost six games in a row, including a couple ones that. Probably should have won. Uh, New Hampshire, I think they played well enough to win, and then they didn't. Uh, BU absolutely outclassed them. Uh, that was a tough, I mean, 4 nothing in the first period was hard to overcome there. Uh, the BC loss at Fenway Park, like we talked about. A lot of those on the road. UMass has played a lot of road games lately. They're Lowell. getting back to Mullen Center this weekend. Yeah, Lowell, another one. Tough played one. well enough mm-hmm. to win, did not win. Uh, let's talk about that that sort of losing stretch first. What were the things that you guys were noticing uh, during that run, that was just not working for UMass. I wrote about this in my uh, my column a couple of weeks ago, but they really just they they can't score. I even in their most recent game against Providence, they got three goals, which is I mean that'll do the job a lot of the time when they have Pav playing on top of his game and the defense playing well. But they really, really, really need somebody to step up and start scoring more consistently. That can be. The sophomore line with Taylor McCarr, Lucas Mercury, and Lautenbach. That could be the freshman. That could be any of the seniors. It could be anybody. It could be the defenseman. But somebody has to step up and score some goals because they do not score enough goals. Um, I echo that. I, I think that 
the seniors really need to step up. I think you, you know, we kind of saw them step up in that Providence game, but they need to be consistently stepping up. You need to see the, a guy like Reed Lepster scoring and Cal also scoring. Um, but I also think that the defense needs to be a little better. I think, you know, Luke Pavisic for is facing like 40 shots a game, you know, and he can't be saving all of those, and his save percentage is still great. And um, I think the defense needs to step up in front of him and be reducing those shots. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree completely with both those things. Uh, if you had asked me a few games ago, I probably would have said goaltender consistency. I think that's getting there, though. I think we've always known Pav was going to be the guy. I think it's really clear that he needs to be the guy. Henry Graham uh, was great at sparking UMass when they needed a spark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to provide it for them. They play really well around him because they want him to do good. But Pav is your best goaltender on the team. And in February, it's a pretty simple formula. You play your best goaltender. Uh, I, I would just add on to Matt's that like specifically seniors need to be need to be stepping up and providing that scoring. I mean, I can't remember the last time that freshmen and sophomores were contributing like 50 60 percent of the scoring out but like they are this year it's ridiculous reed got back into the score sheet to be honest yeah i that's just a rough estimate off the top of my head it could be even more than that i mean there there really hasn't been any scoring nobler score has scored twice this season once at the very beginning and once a few games ago uh koopman's had two or three yeah uh so transfers haven't really panned out that much Jerry's not known for scoring. I didn't ever expect him to be a scorer. His first goal was not an accident. So what? <laughs> what? Like I don't know what anybody expected there. Uh, I think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, but even Eric Faith is somebody that I expected to score a little bit more this year. Mm-hmm. He's more of that big body. He's going to win faceoffs. But I thought there were going to be some goals out of that. I thought he'd be able to make a strong presence in front of the net and sort of do what Lapina's been doing uh, and what Jasevich did and what Garrett Waite did. That, that's such an important aspect of the offense for them that just seems to be missing. And guys like Eric Faith and Jerry even could provide that net presence. And Reed and Cal should be like all-stars on this team. They should, should be, be the best scorers. offensive player. Yeah. Well, they should be the best offensive up until, players. Up until that Providence game, I don't think either of them had scored since at least December. Yeah, and the crazy thing about Eric is like he's always getting on breakaways. And he's always getting those scoring chances. He just hasn't been able to finish on those scoring chances. Yeah, he's a smart hockey player. He's in the right right place at the right time. He just can't finish. Yeah, all three of those guys could be contributing well, and and they need to be. Quite frankly, honest, uh, they they have to be contributing more uh, down the stretch here. But they did contribute <laughs> against <laughs> Providence, uh, well. and and you saw that that snapped the losing streak. What uh, I guess. I guess we've already hit on it a ton that the seniors made an impact on that game. Was there anything else that you guys noticed that sort of might have sparked this jump, or or was it just like a long time coming for them? I don't think this necessarily sparked any kind of jump, but Ryan Efko and Scott Morrow playing together, I don't know who said it, but I think somebody said they played like maybe like over 30 minutes each that game, and that's you're going to keep seeing that moving forward. Um they could definitely have a huge impact moving forward playing together, scoring a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. I think something that has impact is just the bench in general, kind of getting that confidence up. Like I know Carve has said that in the locker room they have always had their mood up, but I think you can just see a difference when they are winning and they are getting those goal, like those leads in the game. Like you can see the confidence go up on the bench and them kind of start to work together even a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been they've been coming alive and they've been putting in a lot of time. Every time that we come to practice lately. Uh, practice ends and then everybody is still on the ice. Like no, for a while. like 
there are time like there usually how it goes is there's like seven or eight guys that are playing a game and the rest are sort of funneling off. They're staying on for like 15 more minutes as a unit and then they start getting into that. Uh, and it seems like they're just really dedicated to getting themselves out of this hole. Uh, and I, I would agree with Matt too. I think that Scott and Ryan, it maybe hasn't shown up quite yet on the score sheet. I mean, they're getting assists, so so it has a little bit. Uh, but them playing together is going to spark offense from the blue line. I mean, they're at the point now where it's kind of desperation mode. They just need to. Yeah, Carve is the one who said, I think, he, he thought they played like 33 minutes mm-hmm. on Friday. And they're already two of the, like, defensemen in the country that get the most minutes yeah, like they're, like they're nationally both the they're 10. both in the top 10 yeah. as it is so now that they're playing together and now that they need to be on the ice so much that's going to only increase i think those are all good signs going forward uh i want to jump into our little fun game now and take a little break from all the the chaos of the season because we are we are winding down kayla is going to sort of read us off some some stat lines or some facts about people mixture Mixture, okay, so either stats or a fact from these players' bios, and Matt and I are going to uh, take turns guessing, uh, yep. guessing on that. We'll we'll head to head, yeah, we'll we'll head to head action so you can get the most points here. All right, I so I think what I'm going to do is do a fact and then a stat, but also you know it's whatever. I just I'll just do whatever. So um, I'm going to start off with this person's major because I feel like this isn't a big giveaway, and then I'll give a stat. So they are a major in finance, and they have eight points right now on the season. Major in finance with eight points on the season. Um, wow. That's and I, a, can, I can add, like, stats if you guys can't get it, or, like, I'll add something. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think I actually have a guess. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I think it might be Tyson Dick. I think he has around eight points. And I, I have no idea what major he is, but <laughs> the first person that pops to head when you said eight points is Tyson Dick. So I think he's roughly around that area. Do you have a guess, Colin? Did he get it? No, you, I'm, I'm not going to say until you guess. Oh, uh, <laughs> my guess is my guess would be kind of along the same lines. I'm going to say Michael Cameron. You guys are very far off. Yeah. I will give you, I think Colin will be really embarrassed. They are a junior. Slay. Aaron Bollinger? Yep, it's Aaron yeah. Bollinger. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. And I, I was just like looking at random facts, so I thought that one would work. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna make this one a little easier. So this person is from Canada. So that narrows it down a bit. A lot of it. To five players. But now I'm going to ramp it back up. And they have 50 shots on the season. It, it has to be Elliot McDermott. 50. He does shoot the puck a lot. Even though he doesn't really I didn't realize score. how hard this game was going to be. <laughs> the only people it can be are Cole O'Hara, Elliot McDermott, Owen Murray, Colbrazy Goalie. Doesn't count. And it's. Oh, wait, I can't even help. Never mind. <laughs> and Eric Faith. <laughs> Collins it's it's really- Cole or Elliot. Colin's really thinking hard. Colin's thinking so hard right now. Are we missing a Canadian? It feels like we're missing a Canadian. Did you say Tyson? Oh, I didn't say Tyson. I don't know if it's Tyson, though. He tips a lot. Well, I was just saying Tyson. (laughs) Damn. 
Um, I, I think my guess is going to be Elliot McDermott. All right. What's your guess? Cons? I'm going to say Taylor McCarr. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, you my guys, God. You guys are both so far off again. <laughs> this is very funny. The gears are really turning, but Matt said the person. Cole O'Hara? Yeah, it's Cole yeah. O'Hara. Wow. He has 50 shots. I was kind of surprised about that. I don't know. That's crazy. I know, right? Okay. Next one we have. Hmm, so he, his father played professional hockey in Europe and he has, oh God, the stats decided not to work right now. Okay. He has two goals. There's a lot of people with two goals, I feel like. I'm trying to think of whose dad played professionally. I'm testing everyone's like knowledge on like looking at the roster right now. I feel like. See, I don't well, look at don't the roster say that, that often because <laughs> we haven't gotten one right yet. I know. <laughs> well, like it's like su- I'm doing like super random facts. Yeah, this is funny. so random. I'm trying to think who has two goals so I can try and narrow it down. Uh, my There's guess a bunch of people is around Josh Nodler. Two or three. That's a good guess. I can't even. It's gonna be embarrassing if I say somebody's name who doesn't have two goals. <laughs> I won't. We won't expose you. We won't expose you on the podcast. I think Jerry Harding has two goals, but his dad didn't. No, you know what? I'm gonna go with Josh Nodler too. I hate to be a copycat, but I think Colin's right. So far off. Okay. Second is um. I wrote they were part of my feature. My my roommate feature. Oh, Lucas Mercury. Lucas Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is really sad. You guys have to get one. Okay. I mean, you <laughs> are making it's hard. It's, it's not a hard right. thing to do. All right. Okay. So this. Okay. So this person is from Michigan, and they have. I don't. I'm trying to think of which stat because it might be too obvious with this one. Nine assist. Um, this one should be a little easier. Okay, I think I know. It's, uh, I'll let Colin think a little bit more, but I think I have my answer. I'm trying to think of all the people who are from Michigan. There's a lot of them, so I thought I feel like, but there's like a good amount. I actually feel very confident in this answer. Ooh, can I say it, Colin, or am I gonna throw you off can, here? You can say it. I have one in my brain, but I don't. I don't know. I believe it's Reed Lobster. Okay, Colin. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna say that because I think that would. I think you got it, and I want to give you the point for it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say you can say it if you think I'm right, and then no, I, 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 it, this has to be Reed. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yes, it is Reed. One for four. See, I gave it. So I, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a user one. So okay, so I'm gonna go off of this person's freshman stats. <laughs> All right, so they had three goals their freshman year. And this year, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you guys both. This year, they have four goals. Ryan Lottenbeck. Wow. An immediate <laughs> guess out of Colin. How did that you also know that? Is 100% right. I, uh, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. So I, I did know that, um, that because I remember that he had three last year and I assumed he was at four this year. You're also not very good at not going in number order because we just did like Cole and then Lucas and then Reed and now Ryan Lottenbeck. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Uh, there's a little this hint one, for you, this too. One, this one? Okay. This one? This one? This but one? I did know that that was Lottenbach, yeah. too. That was, that was a jeez. I'm a bear, I think so. I would have got that one. I don't think I would have gotten it as co- quickly as Colin, though. 
Okay, this person has 17 points this season, and they and in the USHL they had 55 points. I I think I know. I oh. I swear. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it's you, you can get you can guess it. I think it's Kenny. I think it's Kenny too. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. She gave a weird look. Yeah, you guys should guess again. Um, <laughs> you guys are very confident on that one too. He had fifty-five points in one season. Oh, oh, I do know what I do know who it is. All right, it's his. It's I think it's his fellow World Juniors buddy. I think it's Ufko. It's Ryan Ufko. <laughs> mm, I feel embarrassed. I should have gotten that one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give. Okay, this person majors in kinesiology and he has elliot mcdermott nope and he has 10 assists now that you said your answer way too quickly uh, or no 10 points not 10 assists 10 points so now that you have your answer colin pass it to you kin major uh kin major with 10 points I am going to say, hmm, oh, hmm. Hmm, he's a smarty. It's kinesiology. Maybe this one is Tyson. I'm going to guess Tyson Dick. It is not Tyson, but you're on the correct track. It's the other one that I wanted. Who? Uh, it's it's Matt. Oh. It's Matt. <laughs> Matt's face right uh, now. I... This one threw you off. Feel embarrassed, but I don't have an answer, so I'm gonna let Colin. I I think it must be Michael Cameron then. Ding 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 yeah. ding. Also, I was between Michael Cameron and Tyson. I just realized has anyone been keeping track of points? Because I have not. I have like three or four, and Matt has like one. <laughs> I, I have one. Oh, yeah, okay. three. So this person has a sister, and he has two points on the season. I'm trying to think of my. I was. I'm almost gonna say Mikey Adamson like immediately, but he has one goal. I know that no assists. Um, you said two points. Two points. I know I've said Elliot McDermott for like three answers, but <laughs> I actually do think this is him because he has two assists. Okay. I don't know if he has a sister or not, but the guess that I'm going to venture is somebody who I'm. I don't even know. If they have two points, but I'm gonna say Lyndon Alger. Wrong. Both of us. Wrong. Yeah. Okay. I. Okay. This. I. This will give it away. I feel like this person's from Iowa. I don't. I don't know. Oh. Um. I don't know which one of them's from Iowa. Wait. Why did I? Oh my god! I just blinked on it. I know <laughs> who this is. Uh. No Ellis. Yup. Ding 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 ding. It's no Ellis. I thought. I thought. Like, I forgot he had me. two points. I yeah, like, I did too. I thought like, a point in a while. He's the only person like on that roster from Iowa. I thought that would be like the dead giveaway. I knew he was from somewhere in the Midwest, but I okay. there were a few. Okay, this person. Hmm. I'm tra- this one. Hmm. <laughs> this one. I, I. This person is also from Canada. Um, it's kind of close to Cole O'Hara. And he has two points also. 
Elliot McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've said Elliot McDermott's name so many times that I Colin gets every point on this one. I was hoping I I was like hoping I would throw you off. Okay. So I feel like should this be the last one? Yeah, let's yeah. do one more. Okay. This person I think Colin's up by two though, so I don't think I can win this game. But this one counts for three. Yeah, this one this one's winner takes it all. All the marbles. Let's go. This this person is hundred and ninety pounds and he has Seven goals and two assists. Taylor McCarr. I think Taylor McCarr is heavier than that. I'm going to say Cal Kifuk. You think Cal Kifuk is heavier than or 190? Yeah. He's not a big guy. Taylor McCarr is the correct uh, answer. Immediately. Matt wins technically. You Damn. needed to throw a question in there of who was sponsored by Duncan. <laughs> oh, well, that was so obvious. Like, <laughs> I, nah, could, that's a joke. I could have done like who takes their... Who has to put their teeth in before me? <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of them. I know. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's wrap it up now with our little uh, our little preview or look ahead, I should say. Uh, UMass has two games in the Mullins Center this weekend, Friday and Saturday against Vermont. Uh, first time having fans back in like two months, uh, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, they're they should feed off the crowd. They usually do feed off the crowd. What are you guys expecting from this series before we get into our uh, exact score predictions? Uh, what I'm expecting is that UMass is going to play two games, and they're going to win two games, but they're going to win by one or two goals in each game. I think they're going to be tighter than they need to be. Um, what they need is to win two games. They they simply can't lose any more games, especially to Vermont and not to disrespect Vermont or anything, but I believe they're in last in Hockey East, and they need two wins. I think they're going to get two wins, but I think they're going to make it look a little harder than it has to be. Um, I agree that they definitely need to win these next two games, but I disagree that it's going to be close in scoring. I think that they're going to come out just way better because they won that Providence game. I think they all of them have more confidence. I think those seniors definitely have more confidence. I remember us talking to Reed Lobster and him saying that he definitely needed that. So I think yeah. like they could have a chance of winning by a few like more than one or two goals, especially with having Luke back there yeah. and hopefully the defense can maybe pick it up a little bit with them winning and having more confidence. Like, I'm hoping that they might win by a little more. No, that's a good take. I actually just I think I would like to say they're gonna lose a, they're gonna win a close game. And I think if they win game one close and it's like a morale booster, I could see them winning like five nothing in game you two. You switched the answer. No, I well <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But. They yeah. haven't. They haven't played that well against other bad teams like UNH. I agree. So. I agree. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Colin. No, that's okay. Uh, I think I do think they're going to win both the games. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close or far off. I wouldn't be surprised if they win both the games by just two goals. Uh, Todd Todd Woodcroft is a good head coach, mm-hmm. and totally. I'm expecting them to have a stronger Saturday night. I think. Vermont, the ch- the chances of them getting blown out on Friday are bigger than Saturday because they're going to have to adjust to the sheet. Uh, UMass knows how to play the sheet really well. The fans are going to be louder on Friday uh, because it's going to be the first game back. Uh, I think UMass is going to feed off that momentum, and I think that that's a night where they could win 4-2, 5-2. 5-2. the next night's going to be more like 2-1, 3-1, 2-0, range. Uh, but I do think they're going to win both games. I think they get back into the swing of things. And like you guys both said, they have to. 
Uh, so yeah, pretty easy there. Mm-hmm. You need you need to win as many games as you can during the last stretch of the season. Put yourself in a good spot to potentially host the opening round. They're not going to host a quarterfinal matchup. They won't end up in the top four, I don't think. It'd be basically impossible for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, but they could host an opening round game if they end up in six through eight. Uh, that's that's feasible. Um, and that would be an ideal path for them to sort of get started on the right track in hockey's play. Uh, but that's going to do it for the hockey portion of the Collegiate Sports Podcast. Uh, thank you both as always. Thank you. I'm talking to you.